ADD Cast, Episode 40. Welcome to another episode of the ADD Cast. I am Paul Fisher, and tonight is a very special night. Of course, every episode of the ADD Cast is very special. I seem to start all my shows that way. But tonight, I'm not kidding, because I have the one, the only, Monin Michelle Malone for you here for a little interview. Michelle is coming all the way up here to do a show around the corner. She is going to be at Jam and Java, one of our favorite venues, on July 11th. So I'm going to get this show out as fast as I freaking can. And then I am going to focus the mighty powers of the Northern Virginia podcasters on helping to promote Michelle's show here at Jam and Java in wonderful, fabulous, and beauteous Vienna, Virginia. Michelle is really kicking. We get to talking about music, creative commons, and podcasting. I first heard about Michelle on the Evil Genius Chronicles, went out, bought the album, and then started working with her on our patio book, Serve It Cold, which is a mystery, and it's available at patiobooks.com. We're going to talk to Michelle. We're going to play a little bit of her music. We'll let you decide for yourself. So hold on. I'm not coming back after the interview and the music. And just remember, you can't control the stimulus. Control the response. And we are back here on the ADD cast talking with Michelle Malone, independent I guess you would be a blues rock artist. Is Would that be correct? Uh, I suppose. It just depends what decade it is, what, what people call it, I think. But maybe now it is blues rock. Roots rock, rock and roll. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever name <clears throat> they want to give it this week, right? Yeah. It's all good to me, you know. It's just good music to me. It really is good music. I first heard about your music on Dave Slusher's Evil Genius podcast. Really hooked me. I went out and bought the album, and uh, and then we started talking. And now, as it turns out, you're uh, you're going to be up here doing a show in July. Yeah, uh, Jam and Java, and I love playing there. It'll be a good show. Such a great place to uh, to go and see a concert. How many times have you played up here before? Oh, Lord. I don't know. I, you know, I, I, I've i been touring for about 20 years, so it's hard to say. I I don't know. Um, <clears throat> wow. I've been playing Jam and Java since they opened off, you know, off and on. So uh, I do uh, I do get up there maybe once a year to that particular club. I, I play uh, other clubs in the area as well, like the IOTA and things like that, so. You know, it's a good area to come up and play a little in. How long have you been uh, working with Creative Commons and talking to podcasters and and been involved with uh, the whole podcast thing? Probably just in the past year that I'm aware of. And I I, I, I think maybe 
the Evil Genius podcast is the first one I did. And, uh, you know, I've done a few cents, and I think it's a really great way to reach folks and, and get music out to people who don't normally listen to the radio or don't, you know, uh, find what they like on the radio anyway. So it's a, it's another avenue. I enjoy it. Cool. And, um, and what do you, what do you think of the whole creative commons license and, and this, this little revolution that we have going here? Uh, you know, like I said, I think it's a great way to reach people. And I, I think that it's wonderful that people take it upon themselves to, uh, you know, broadcast or podcast out the, the music that they like and the subjects that they like and then they reach other people and it becomes a community and I think community is very important in society as a whole so overall I think you know you guys are making society a better place for all of us well that's really cool because um, I wonder sometimes if we're getting through to society in general or people are going to look back on this in a hundred years and whether they're going to say you know, in the early 2000s, this creative common thing, creative commons just came out of nowhere and uh, let people play with other people's works, let people really control what rights they wanted to give away. It wasn't an all or nothing proposition or if it's just going to be uh, forgotten or there was this little experiment and then we went back to these big megalithic companies. Uh, uh, you know, I think it's the beginning of a revolution. I don't know where it will lead, but things tend to progress. So I imagine it'll just get bigger and bigger. I certainly hope so. I do too. And and I hope it, it continues to be more of an independent situation um, because it seems like when things catch on, that's when corporations step in and then buy things out. So <laughs> maybe that won't happen this time. Things like this seem to start with one person or a few people. Only when people figure out what they want to do does someone say, ah, look, it's a business model, and start trying to acquire the rights to it? Right. Well, as soon as the, you know, the big boys can figure out how to turn a buck on it, they'll do it too. But <laughs> until then, they'll probably just stick to the old dinosaur ways of doing things. The album that you're touring right now is Sugarfoot. Uh-huh. And um, <clears throat> one of my fav- favorite songs on that mostly because it has to do about sex, at least as far as I can tell, is the, the opening track, Tighten Up the Springs. Yeah. That's a fun song. It really is. I've started is. opening my shows with it lately. It's just a lot of fun. Where'd Get the, people going. Where'd the idea for that song come from? Gosh, gee, I don't know. Uh, you know, she's your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a family show. You can say whatever you like. You know, I'm not going to say anything, but I like my songs to sort of cover a, a, a big, broad space. I want it to apply to everybody, and I want everyone to take them and make them what they want them to mean and apply them to their own lives, you know. And if people think it's about sex on a squeaky bed, well, then maybe they're right. Okay. So uh, we we won't try and put that one in a box. We'll just kind of let it be. You can put it in box springs. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're going to play that song. 
So that was Tighten Up the Springs by Michelle Malone off Sugarfoot. And, of course, you'll be able to find links to that in the show notes. We have actually been doing a little talking with Michelle on the side for the patio book that we're doing called Serve It Cold, which is a mystery book. And we are using your song, Where's the Love, which is the last song on the album for the the music for that book. It's kind of a really, really powerful somebody done somebody wrong kind of song. Well, I suppose it could be, yeah. It's, um, it's, it's, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> well, I don't even know what to say about that, but, you know, I wrote it from a different perspective, but that's the beautiful thing about art, you know, it's all completely subjective. What was the perspective that you wrote it from? Um, well, it's actually written about my mother. <laughs> So, wow! I'm sure that changes everything. It really does. But, but you know, that's one of the reasons I don't like to talk about what I meant when I wrote a song because then it'll possibly change. But someone else, what it means to someone else already. And it's like when I finally figured out what Michael Stipe was actually saying in his songs, it ruined it for me. <laughs> so sometimes I don't want to know. But, um, but yeah, that's a pretty powerful song, and, you know, it, it was just a moment in time. I, I think I was going through a rough patch with my mother, and, of course, we got through it, and everything's fine. She likes the song, even though she knows it's about her. <laughs> so that's what we do with art, you know. We just hang it out there on the clothesline for everybody to see and move on. I guess it's uh, it's like the difference between reading a book and watching a movie, or I guess in this case, listening to a song and watching a music video is when you listen to the song, you get to interpret it for yourself. But if somebody makes a music video out of it, then you got the actors and the directors and, and all these other people and all of their art gets uh, it interprets that song for you. Mm-hmm. You're out touring right now. Uh, are you, yeah. where you're heading up and down the East coast or where are you going? Well, tonight we're in Charleston, South Carolina and by the end of the week we'll be in Buffalo and, you know, we just kind of keep touring around the country. This summer we'll be everywhere between, uh, Missouri and LA and Seattle and Boston. So there's, we'll be in a city near everyone eventually. That's really cool, and uh, we'll put a link to your schedule in the show notes so that people can find where you're going to be near them. Oh, that'd be great. Thank you. Um, are you going to have an album out, another album coming out soon? Are you writing, or are you just uh, touring Sugarfoot? Uh, well, I'm I'm still touring on Sugarfoot, and I'm writing, but I haven't recorded anything yet, so that'll be, uh, you know, the, the next record will be a while uh, you know, I'm probably thinking next year. I usually put one on every two years. Well, we'll definitely be looking forward to that. And I know uh, that you got to run soon. You got a sound check that you have to do. So uh, I'm going to take us out of here with Winter Muscadine. I'm not even going to comment what I think that song's about. I'm going to let people <laughs> figure that for themselves and, and, uh, We'll just make it. Okay, well, that one's a little more obvious, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, Paul, thank you so much. You're very welcome, Michelle. Glad you could join us here. Me too. We'll see you soon. Hi, this is Adam Curry, the one and only Podfather. Come sit up on my knee as we go back to the ADD cast. Muscadine. 